three, two, one. Welcome to the It's Far Too Early to Be Awake edition of on my on my in my time zone of the global podcast editor chats. We come at you. <laughs> that sounds awful. Uh, uh, twice a month. <laughs> on this youtube channel as well as the other places that i hope this is streaming to right now uh we talk about the different things that we are struggling with in our podcast editing world uh i again it is it is just eight o'clock for me so forgive me as i stumble through words i am so not a morning person we're going to go around and meet the editors and just it's lovely editors that are around me in just a moment. But I want to tell you just a little bit more about our community, if I may do so, which I may. I am. I'm doing it. OK, so <laughs> Global Podcast Editors is a community of podcast editors around the world where we um, we help each other push through the isolation and the different questions and challenges that we have in various forms. There is a newsletter that comes out also twice a month. But on opposite weeks to this event, and there is, <laughs> it worked, and there is the information for that for those of you watching in the chat room. If you are in the chat room, please do leave a comment and let us know you're here and feel free to ask questions at any point. We'll work them in to the event, of course. Uh, we also have a private Google group where we're, we're sharing jobs and advice. We had a long discussion this week on pricing. Whoo, it's been a big one, but um, I think it's been helpful. Um, so we have jobs, pricing, technical stuff, um, and just, again, helping each other through the isolation. Okay, I need to stop talking because I sound like a frog right now, and you guys have much lovelier voices than I do. So let's go around and meet the wonderful editors in our group today. Uh, Puneeth, can you start us off, please? Yeah, Tell us sure. a little bit about yourself. So... Hello, fellow podcasters, podcast editors. My name is Puneet Chanoy. I'm an audio producer slash editor from India. I've been editing some of the top podcasts in the world, like Young and Profiting Podcast, True Underdog Podcast, Jordan Harbinger for Blinkist, and etc., etc. So, so I recently started my own production house in March called Podcast Pundits. And that's what I've been working for for the past couple of months. That's me. Fantastic. Helen. Awesome. Uh, kia ora from New Zealand. Um, it is evening here and I kind of share your pain, Steph, because I'm not a morning person, but then I fizzle out in the evening. So we can both sort of um, look like stunned yes. deer together. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best way to describe my expression right now. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's so cool to be here. So I am a podcaster and a podcast editor slash producer. I started podcasting a couple of years ago, like every man and their dog during the pandemic and the lockdowns. Um, and because I have a background in journalism and production, I discovered that it brought together everything I love about those two industries. And yeah, and so I work with people here in New Zealand, but also in the US. And more recently, I have um, worked for one of the media companies here, producing um, as one of the producers for a podcast about our major soap. Because when you live in a small island nation, you have only one major soap opera. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. 
fun. That was, um, yeah, that was a really cool experience. And yeah, so that's that's me. I, um, you might hear my dogs, and I will apologise for that. But it wouldn't be a live podcast without a dog, a cat, or a child. <laughs> yeah. I. And I'm going to backtrack a little bit and put Panice information here. And you know what, dogs and ch- it's not a live event if there if a child or a dog does not. And I don't want to say interrupt doesn't join us. I actually yes, like it when true. they do. Like everybody smiles and relaxes a little bit more when they show up. So, touche. I hope I hope he he or she does. All right, Katik. Hello, uh, I'm Katik Kulkarni. I am the head of audio production at Made in India. That's a podcast production company in India. Uh, I have been in the audio or the sound industry for about 12 years now. I started off in films and then I discovered uh, the wonderful world of um, podcasts and audio only media like three years back. Uh, All thanks to May Thomas, who's the founder of Made in India. And have, we've been having fun just producing good podcasts and yeah, loving every minute of it. That's me. And also, yeah, you might hear my cat waiting in the back because he's not allowed in the room for the moment. <laughs> I don't have any pets. I'm so jealous. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Oh, and yeah, right. I'm Steph. I'm. <laughs> I am also a podcast editor and I also write about podcasting and I'm starting to create workshops and courses and things. Yeah. And I'm currently, I'm an American, but I've been living overseas for over 20 years. Right now I'm digital nomading reluctantly through Europe and I'm in Valencia, Spain for a few more weeks. <gasps> this month, we moved this month to Romania. It is now September 1st. That's why I'm so dear in headlight. <sighs> so Yeah. Let's get this started. The first challenge. Dun, dun, dun. Go on, Kartik. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I think that was a vote. Yeah. Yeah, I can go. I can. Kartik, what is your biggest podcast editing challenge recently? Uh, um, just a fair bit of warning. Uh, I might go on a different tangent. Because there's so many challenges right now. Please. Yeah. Uh, but my biggest at the moment is um, noise cleaning for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Doing noise cleaning, doing audio cleanups on uh, podcasts that have been recorded, you know, remotely, not in a studio, not in a env- uh, control environment, or not even for that matter using like mics, just like your laptop mics, right? So um, at Made in Year, we do like a different genres of podcasts and that includes that we, um, you know, we do a lot of online recording. We use like primarily use uh, Riverside for recording our remote podcast. And not all guests have like the best of audio equipment or the best of the, like the environment. So we do end up you know, having. <laughs> we do That's end- putting it nicely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we do end up having a lot of say, and like, again, we're in India, which beautiful country, but noisy, like yes. crazy, right? So we, we do end up having a lot of uh, traffic, a lot of multiple kinds of noises in the background. And uh, what I feel is like getting someone's voice in a podcast is the best, like it's their version of telling their best true story. Yeah. And if that doesn't come across right, and like if you're straining your ears to like listen to someone talk, 
that's just not you know that's just not done so my biggest challenge is cleaning up um online recordings and uh be it traffic be it birds be it like <laughs> random hums uh be it cats and dogs also because for some podcasts it's fun to have cats and dogs in the background but if you're talking yeah. something serious it just takes away from the gravity of the conversation yeah. correct um yeah and like the thing is uh we do we do these like protocols before we start recording like we tell them to switch off fans and acs but then mm-hmm. india again being a tropical country it's just too difficult to expect everyone to switch off fans and acs yeah so you end up having <laughs> end up having that noise in your uh, recording oh and, gosh um, I have yeah. to stop you for a second. May just added to, or somebody from Maiden in India just added to the chat room that we had a woman wearing bangles. Oh, oh my God. Metal, yeah. long metal earrings. Mm-hmm. I learned that one the hard way. I mean, yeah. I know on the wrist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Metal. Mm-hmm. I, and I have yeah. a high sensitivity towards um, high pitch sounds. So when I heard that repeatedly, I was just like, what is happening yeah. um yeah so I, let me um, let me ask you a question actually mm-hmm. is there one particular sound that you're struggling with more than others like get, trying to clean it out is that and it's being being difficult to get rid of yes so um sometimes what happens is um different countries have like different electrical systems right and mm-hmm. they run on sorry i'm getting a bit bit more nerdy on this but uh they they run Please. on these like different frequency uh spectrums mm-hmm. so in india we run on like 50 hertz and then uh some people they the grounding is not that great and then when you've plugged your laptop in because it's charging and you don't want to it to drain out you get mm-hmm. this electrical hum which is just covers the entire frequency spectrum and no matter how much you rx it no how much you go into the spectral editor to take it out it's mm-hmm. still there mm-hmm. and that is just the most unforgiving noise that it is because it's just it's constantly there and it's bugging you so i think that's the most challenging sound that noise that is there right now at the moment there's other things it it still can be managed but that one thing is just brutal mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you do it too much, you can create sound artifacts that make it sound worse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is, so yeah. it's always like this tight, you're walking on a tight rope because if you go this mm-hmm. side, it's like completely artifacty. And then the other way, yep. other side, it's just like, can't do this, can't leave it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Puneet and Helen, do you, what, what kind of sounds do you have often that steep into your client work? <laughs> Me. <laughs> Helen shaking her head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for me, it's not really sounds per se, but most of the time it's clipping. Oh yeah. Because, yeah. And that was one of the challenges that I faced. Is I mean, very similar to what Kartik said. I mean, most people nowadays record online and. it is very 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 difficult to actually make the host or the guest understand how to use a mic right oh my god i mean it's quite simple it's literally quite simple to use a microphone i mean especially for podcasting but you know they either keep it they either keep it here or they keep it here i mean come on there is a particular distance that you have to keep it from your mouth but um 
that is to me personally the most difficult thing to deal with is clipping i mean mm-hmm. uh, alex does help quite a lot uh, with its uh, the clip module mm-hmm. but the more you do it it introduces this kind of like uh, kind of like this underwater kind of sound the deep clip and the t reverb model both of them kind of it's kind of bubbly and wobbly kind of thing which again just like what kadik said it is either terribly harsh and rough or it is just it sounds like a robot yeah 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 <sighs> helen oh i just just been nodding here like do you guys have those dogs that sit at the back of the car and as the car moves it <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, all of it, all of the things. I'm fascinated by the fact that um different countries have different electrical noises, but I won't go down mm-hmm. that road. Um I I think the the um the podcast sorry, I'm getting overexcited. Um I think the microphone technique thing is really interesting and mm-hmm. um I think one of the great things that I found from working on the recent production and I you know I had a colleague with me and he was very much more the technical side and I was doing I guess what you might call um content production or lineup pro- um producer and he was because he comes from an audio background he was really you know he had no problems going you need to be close to you might you need to do this and so I've brought that into with my clients because um yeah I think people aren't used to being close to a mic and you know mm-hmm. if you're not using visuals it doesn't matter if you can't see the person's face and things um but i think i feel like or zoom and riverside and those sorts of things are fantastic on so many levels but they have ruined us a little bit in terms mm-hmm. of what our expectations are for audio quality oh because you can <laughs> because you can you can be editing something with three different speakers and they've all either got one might have a microphone and it's great and you can you know if you are there in riverside with them producing them you can get them you know sounding lovely but then if you have two different other situations when it comes to editing that podcast it can be really disheartening as an editor because you think oh you know all of these things are so different and um I really noticed that with I have a, a lovely client who is almost ready to to launch her podcast, and we have been recording at a um, a small studio, and the the difference of um, you know editing those episodes where I've been able to say right this is your mic technique and they're both on the same microphones and it's in a, a studio and all of those sorts of things is so different <laughs> to when mm-hmm. you have someone on zoom someone on a mic someone on a headset it's um yeah like it, it's it's great that we have access to mm-hmm. to podcasting but it's also at the same time it's really hard if you you want it to sound at the best it's it can, but you have all these different sort of situations that you're you're editing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I have to say that we got a comment in the chat room that Katik <laughs> is the coolest. <laughs> so you're doing something right. You're doing something right. <laughs> well, uh, thanks. Uh, that's uh, Alex from our team. Alex. Ah, okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So I don't feel like we've helped you at all though. So let's dig into our, our re- I mean, for some of those sounds, oh my gosh, those high pitch frequency sounds that I can, I did, I can, I can, uh, what is the word? There's a word that I want to use right now. Um, I can relate to what you're saying about the electrical sounds. When I lived mm-hmm. in Vietnam, 
the um oh god the yeah. sounds of the electrical what do they call the things outside that you can see? Yeah, the, the wires. The wires. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they were so loud that that's when I started yeah. wearing earplugs at night sometimes because they were just like, <laughs> and I, I I wasn't a podcaster then. So thank goodness for that. But I, they would just keep me awake just because they were so loud. So I can only imagine what that would do to a recording, especially if you couldn't like close a window to keep some of it out or things like that. So, wow. Have you, have, are there any things that you noticed, Katik? Are there any things that you noticed that make that sound, that particular electrical sound, better that you didn't know when you first started struggling with it? It really doesn't make it better. Only thing what I've noticed is if you find the bass frequency, which mm-hmm. it is, and you try to take that out and the closest harmonics. Mm-hmm. So that really helps to at least clear some of it out. You still mm-hmm. hear it in the background, but yeah. at least the thing which is right in your face, that goes away. And mm. again, um, RX uh, audio editor is such a wonderful yeah. tool that you can literally see everything that's there. Like you can pick out the frequency that you want to take. Yeah. So, uh, and it just shows up like this, like this uh, chunky rectangular, <laughs> like completely <laughs> red line yes. in it. And then you can just take it out. Um but yeah, the, that definitely helps taking it out. But uh, again, hundred percent is is a dream. It, mm-hmm. It's just never gonna happen. No, no, yeah, yeah. no, it is. And yeah, and I know that studios are the ideal. But for me, I really love nature and sunlight. And so <laughs> when I have been in a studio, I it's I I can't relax. I don't feel myself so it just i my voice sounds worse because i just feel trapped <laughs> oh, <that's> so, funny. <laughs> so it's just yeah i'm not meant to be working for a network let's just say that <laughs> anyway okay awesome 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 so let's go well let's go clockwise then helen how about you oh i kind of know a little bit of what helen's challenge is so i'm excited about this i'm excited about all of these but Helen, can you take us to the the next challenge? My challenges. I I've been through a really weird period. I think in the past few months, where I because it's winter here um, in the southern. What well, we're actually just coming out of winter, um, and it has been yeah. I mean, I actually do really like winter, but it has been cold and wet and a bit miserable. And oh, I hit oh. a wall completely with just producing content, and so. Um, my podcast that I make is about life after a cancer diagnosis and I have loved making it. Um, it's been an extremely cathartic experience and I think it's helped in my recovery. I don't know what happened, but after my last season, I it sort of all seemed to sort of coincide with feeling like, oh, I just don't want to be on social media at the moment. There's so much craziness in the world and just feeling like, just all this pressure to be constantly mm-hmm. producing content. And I don't know, there was this little part of me that just started to rebel. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to be mm-hmm. constantly churning this stuff out. And so I thought, well, I'll take a little break. And so I've stepped back from social media. And what I found was not constantly being, um, you know, checking stuff, especially in terms of like the cancer space. Okay, I started to feel a lot better. Um, I yeah. didn't realize how much. And I think 
yeah I, I think it is a heavy topic and I didn't I mm. never really saw it as a heavy topic because it was my reality it was my life um but it was things like you know when you're a younger person who's had cancer um the reality is is that people will pass away from it and frequently mm-hmm. and there'll be reoccurrences and all of that stuff started happening and so I you know took that step back and so you know, we so often talk about pod fade and like how to avoid it and stuff. And there's part of me that thinks with this situation, well, is it pod fade or is it Mm. that some topics or some shows and things have a life cycle? And for me, Mm -hmm. maybe this is the end of that cycle. You know, I've, maybe I've said all I need to say, Um, but unfortunately it sort of trickled into the business side of things where I got busy, Mm -hmm. you know, had clients launching podcasts, I've been doing, you know, the the production and with the media company. And I just, I don't know, I just hit this wall where I I Mm -hmm. haven't felt like producing anything. And I felt quite disconnected even from, you know, like the editing community. So it's been, yeah, a really strange space to be in. Yeah, yeah. I can so relate to this. Oh my goodness. So I just came back with the micro season of my my passion project because yeah. I have to label things that aren't monetarily uh, advantageous right now. Um, <laughs> and uh, last weekend uh, for Geopaths and straddling, even though I've been working on those episodes for months, straddling like the product the publication of those four episodes while still running the business and doing all of this stuff like those two hats at the same time um and the emotional toll of the season it was a more intimate season than I normally do that knocked me out (laughs) and and my emotional uh season is nothing compared to what you're talking about with with cancer and and everything that is included with that so there (sighs) There is an emotional space and emotional pause that is often needed with this kind of thing in normal circumstances. And then with the more serious conversations, I imagine it's even bigger. And how do you how do you juggle that? Now, does it have to be pod fade, though, or can it just be a respectful break? Respectful long break. Yeah, because I I think pod fades are really funny. And, you know, Carrie has... Mm -hmm. um, written so eloquently and spoken so well on it and so I think I I look at it quite differently where um I don't think I've necessarily faded out I think um especially with the topic you do shift and change and where you are in in your life and um yeah I guess there's part of me that sort of thinks oh you know I'm okay just not shutting the door completely but I'm I'm sort of at this point where I'm thinking yeah maybe I just need to have that sort of space um to to let myself feel into what feels okay but I think the other thing you touched on which um so many people in the industry would relate to is that idea around your passion projects Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then when you start to really you know, you're you're balancing your client stuff or, you know, um for business and, and those sorts of things. Um, I think you just it's almost like you just run out and you think, I just don't have the creative energy anymore to mm-hmm. to be churning stuff out and not feeling like this sort of sausage factory <laughs> of content. <laughs> <laughs> well let me let me ask it. 
Oh, yeah, I have way too much to say about this, but I don't want to hear me. I want to hear, hear the gentleman. Puneet and Kartik, do you, is there a creative project that you're kind of straddling as you're doing client work? Like, do you, do you have this push and pull as well? Um, yeah, I mean, um, like, luckily, I, I work with a company where I don't have to deal with clients. I'm very, I, I'm very blunt that way. <laughs> Thanks for waiting till I drank to say that. Thanks. <laughs> So, oh, that's uh, awesome. I completely that is the comment of the night. <laughs> uh, but I completely get where Helen's also coming from. Like this creative, like you get stuck in a creative um, zone, right? So I'll give you an example. Right now we are uh, working on these uh, podcasts and they deal with... Um, human trafficking and stories around that oh yeah and yeah for like most of them we had to like go on location and record um people and um just like being there listening to the stories and also like experiencing it firsthand like you know like you look at where they're living and everything right that does take that does take a toll on you. And then when you come back and you're listening through it and you're editing and like doing design for it, um, you definitely need like a sort of a breather, you know, from what you're doing. Like, although you, look, you do love working on this and you like you want to tell the best story that is, but then somewhere it does like, at the end of the day, you are also like a human being, you know, a person and you're like, listening to someone else's story, which they've gone through so much. It does take... Um, a toll on you but um again like uh this is i would like i know we're like patting ourselves like on our backs <laughs> with made in india here but uh both me and sean do a wonderful job in balancing the type of shows we do so mm-hmm. at the moment like on one hand we do these shows and on the other hand we do some light-hearted shows also so that helps me to yeah. like balance between uh you know being like completely emotionally taken out from drain from this but also i can come back to something that i love and i'm like doing fun stuff also on other shows Mm. so again i'm probably the most happiest person (laughs) working like this right now okay i think the entire production house of made me india is watching (laughs) 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 just stop work Okay, in case the podcast of GPE ever comes back, I'm still going to vocalize the things that we're seeing on the screen. So Hussein said, having said that, all of our clients are always charmed by the little interactions they do have with Curtsy. That's hilarious. I love it. I love this. I love it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's true. That's I never thought about that for the on-site stuff with the heavy topics and things. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Puneet, how about you? I really can't think of anything. Yeah. <laughs> you lucky duck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in fact, I'm actually almost always looking for more. I, I don't feel kind of burnt out and like that. I'm looking for more all the time. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, oh, there's another comment. Um let's see. So I think May <laughs> is the one saying this one. Sean and I are or the producer. Can I read this morning? Sean and I, or the producer for the podcast, fight the creative battles with the client so that Kirthi can be the diva. Diva! That's hilarious. Wow. (laughs) You're a diva. (laughs) Yeah, you should attend our uh, editorial meetings. Uh, You'll come. (laughs) 
because I just go no this this sounds good no I'm not changing this though why is this like this though no no and then they're like fine we'll 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 handle the client so yeah Pranish what kind of struggle are you having in podcast editing hmm uh i wouldn't say it's necessarily about podcast editing specifically but uh since i started my production house it's more on the business side right now i mean mm-hmm. i've always been kind of like this technical kind of guy and getting into the business aspect of things that is kind of i mean it's exciting but at the same time a bit challenging and the biggest one i am facing right now is you know um no landing clients and yeah. since most of my clients and the way that i like to do it is on linkedin and when i message some of the podcasters right these podcasters they usually get you know 50 100 messages every day and the struggle for me is to write the first one or two lines which will catch their attention kind of like copywriting so that is kind of my biggest challenge right now and i'm you know learning from you know a different different kinds of newsletters like from Justin Welsh or Nicholas Cole as of cut these newsletters and I'm learning how to copyright mm-hmm. how to dm people mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. to you know grab their attention from just the first one or two lines that is my biggest challenge right now copywriting's hard yeah 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 <laughs> do you think that might be one of the first things that you outsource when you expand your team Um yeah I think so yeah copywriting and uh yeah I would say any, anything marketing or promotion related that's mm-hmm. the first thing I would outsource Yeah for sure for sure Um Helen and Kartik how do you how do you deal with that um the writing social media marketing side of your endeavors <laughs> endeavors It's, I, I think it is challenging. I mean, I come from a journalism background and I a copywriting is a different beast. It really is. Like it's yeah. even understanding and I don't understand this at all like the SEO and in all of that stuff and I think what you've kind of talked about is what so many of us struggle with is that when you come going to business all of a sudden you have to be different. You know, you have to be the technical person you have to be the marketing person you have to be account to be customer service and you know it can be so overwhelming trying to figure out where do i put my energy yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so it's i think that is a challenging one um but i one of the things that i like to do is choose one platform and i think linkedin is a fantastic and underutilized mm-hmm. platform for networking um because it just yeah it feels a little bit more serious and and it's people know that you're there in terms of a you know a work sort of thing um and just not to spread yourself too thin it's just yeah choose the platform where you feel like it really aligns with you know your values and brand as a as, as a business and really focus attention there it's really good advice kartik what do you think what's your experience with this Uh, I'm going to be the spoiled kid here again and I He doesn't deal with it. I'm a diva. I am a diva. <laughs> we've got we've got brilliant producers on our team who 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 take care of all of these. Um I, so that just lets me be like we do all this uh handle all the sound and just that and then yeah, spoiled brat. 
<laughs> I love this. Yeah, they wrote in, ha, 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 spoiled brat. <laughs> but to be fair, you also have, oh, wait. If we lost. we Yeah, I think Puni's came. It's okay. When he comes back in, I'll, I'll let him in. Don't worry. Um, and also, why isn't this working now? Oh, there it is. Also, Anoop says, hi, Kartik. How are you? Hey, so I'm, you've got I'm you've got cool. fans and all your divaness. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Love it. oh, this is weird. I'm trying it. It always looks real. There we go. <clears throat> there we go. Yeah, the visual gets really weird when it goes from four to three people. So, yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Um, oh, we have another comment. Uh, Andrew says, "Hey, Andrew, uh, I agree with Helen to be the one to be in one place where some of your potential clients will be." But that you can be, you have to be consistent. You do. Yeah. And I think the hardest thing for me was to stop being so businessy is to be yourself and to stop writing in a way online that was best practices that everybody talked about and to just actually talk to the people that I was talking to in, in writing, you know, to talk to them and to listen to their feedback. And when I would hit on something to lean into that tone instead of, oh, here's Panice, instead of trying to just like check all the social media boxes that I was supposed to, to actually communicate with people and focus on that aspect of it. And that made it a lot yeah. easier for me to remember the people in on the platform that I want to talk to, not so much the the perfectness of the, of the, the tweet or the post or the message and that kind of thing. You're back. Oh, Yay! <laughs> the power's down. Uh, oh, no. I'm on my phone right now. Thank you for um, coming back. I think that's a really interesting point, though, Steph. And I, because I, I've read quite a few different books about you know being in business. Because you know I mm -hmm. haven't come from a business background, and I am starting to think that a lot of it may not apply to you, depending on who you are mm -hmm. and what your circumstances are, finding stuff that resonates with your situation is yeah. quite challenging. And so I, yeah, I have found the same thing that when I'm really like myself and kind of authentic and talk about, this is my experience, or these are mm -hmm. some of the things, people really, yeah, they get a bit more drawn to that than mm -hmm. that, um, that sort of stuff that feels quite formulaic. Um, but I also think that's where some of that fatigue can come from. And I know yes. that has been for myself where sometimes I get to a point where I think I don't want to give so much of myself, you know, online and, and things like that. But I guess this is, you know, when you're, you are your business, there is that kind of sacrifice in a way of going, well, you know, I've, I've got to market myself, so I need to put myself out there. Yeah. So on LinkedIn, Puneeth, you said you're mostly focusing on LinkedIn, right? Uh oh, did we lose him I again? Think, yeah, I think it's frozen. Oh no. Oh, he's, oh, there he's you are. Back. He's back. Are you, Puneeth, can you hear me? Uh oh. Can you hear us? I believe. Uh oh. Okay. I think he's there. No. no. Uh, I think he's having tech issues. Yeah. 
Hey, I, I've gotten kicked off of a, a live stream where I was hosting. It's and come back with my own phone. It's it's tricky sometimes with tech. Um, yes. <sighs> yeah, I think, again, the biggest thing I think is to be yourself, like look at best practices because they exist for a reason and then play with it and see how people respond to what you're doing. And it's, yeah. Yeah. you know what, I'm actually going to tie this into my own challenge because um, <sighs> the biggest struggle I'm having right now is talking about how I'm doing stuff, like how I'm making the cheese with, without sounding manipulative. Cause I'm, I'm doing some client attraction workshops and this is, and this, and this is the thing in talking about process stuff. It sounds like promotional, right? Join my client attraction workshops and you'll be overwhelmed with people. No, the thing is like the big things that I'm honing in on is humanizing your presence online. And yeah. far too many of us go very businessy or very technical. And that's not what draws podcasters in. So I'm trying to like encourage people to like show themselves on their websites and like share a little bit of something about themselves, whether it be a, like a hobby or something that connects people to that. But it, I'm having a hard time stressing or, or I, I feel like in my head, I'm feeling people even though they're not saying it, and I feel like it might be coming across as manipulate and tweak people so that they they like you so that they'll be in your business. And that's not what I mean. I mean, literally just this put down the business barrier and be yourself so that people can learn who you are. So the right people can be attracted to you and you can work together. But it, I find it really hard because I find as I'm saying these things to people and encouraging them and like seeing things on their social media and saying, why don't you put that on your website? Or why don't you do more of this? Or maybe to experiment with that? Cause I love the word experiment um, and the practice of experimenting, but I feel like it might come across as manipulative, <laughs> like, playing with people's emotions so i'm struggling with how to say that without constantly having to di have disclaimers of but please yeah. remember i don't mean this in a manipulative manipulative way like how do you oh like how do you uh, how do you do I, that? Honestly, <laughs> I i think what you're talking about is basic marketing like people mm -hmm. when you make a purchasing decision mm -hmm. you are buying an idea yeah you know like I bought this microphone because I looked into different things and mm. I've, I've bought, yes, I've brought a microphone, but actually what I've brought is the, an idea of being a professional or that's sounding true. good or a podcaster. Yeah. And so I think that's one of the things to think about in terms of, you know, when you're branding yourself or you're, you're branding a podcast and things is that people are buying an idea that mm -hmm. attracted to um, an idea or something or mm -hmm. an, an emotion and those sorts of things. Um, and it's okay. It's okay to sell. It's okay to make money. It's okay to want to make money. Mm -hmm. I think that we're often, um, I know certainly culturally in New Zealand, it is very much a, you don't talk about your successes mm -hmm. and you, you know, you don't, I don't know if they have this um, saying anywhere else, but tall poppy syndrome we are tall poppy, tall poppy syndrome it's a very um kiwi thing where we don't like to see people bragging about themselves 
Oh, to- oh, like, tall pa- oh, tall. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And so for me, when I went into when I started really thinking about business, I read American books because you guys mm. are so like out there. And I think we're on the other extreme sometimes, <laughs> if I'm honest. Yeah. That I needed that kind of raw, raw. You can do it. And maybe that's where part of my like you know the two the devil and the angel sitting on your shoulders kind of yes. thing is I think maybe that's where it's coming in is I don't want to come across as that super aggressive pushing pu- pushy like always talk a- about yourself to get business kind of like professional um maybe that's maybe that's it I'm being overly cautious and not wanting to be that person yeah. um, oh gosh I don't know Puneeth can you hear us yeah I can Yes. All right. Back. <laughs> so we had, we're talking about me trying not to come across as a scummy marketing person when I try to help editors be more of their embodied selves. So Andrew had a, a good uh, comment in the, well, who am I to judge? Had a comment in the chat room. <laughs> it doesn't sound like manipulation to me, more that you don't want to sound clickbaity yes. or those scummy messages like, oh, just do these things to get 10,000 more clicks a week. Exactly. Because yeah. also, I'm not a marketing expert. I'm just, there's things, there's trends I'm noticing that things are, that people are doing and doing well and, and not doing well. And I just want to highlight them and kind of like workshop people to being more of themselves. So it's just, it's just more of an, again, it's more of an experiment to me. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it just, it feels weird sometimes because I think, it just feels weird sometimes. So I'm trying to get over that. <laughs> yeah. But I think Andrew's made a really good point. And I don't know about what, you know, your guys' experiences, um, you know, on I think Instagram, especially for this, where you get people talking about, you know, I'm a, I've been an entrepreneur for two minutes and I'm already making six, you know, yeah. already making six figures. You know, mm-hmm. that to me. <laughs> that would not draw me in but you know someone going hey I've got this formula or you know you can work with me and I will help you figure out where you fit the most or you're the Mm -hmm. your most authentic self that to me isn't manipulation yeah well Puneeth do you feel like when you're doing that marketing do you feel like you're being yourself or do you feel like you're putting on uh, not a show, but do you feel like you're you're turning in you're, you're you're putting on different hats like you're being a professional self versus your sound cell for your other so i don't know am i making any sense oh technology sucks, sucks. and there he goes again well because he i'm gonna put that question well you don't do any marketing hmm. uh, i mean i could um so before i faced similar like some similar challenges but before coming yeah. into podcasting when i was a sound designer and sound editor for films and i was working mm. freelance so i used to face yes. the same thing that um Again, in India, it's 50-50, like, some people, like, go out and completely, like, hey, this is me, and some people are very reserved. Yeah. I used to be that, like, reserved kind of a person when it came to my um, my art or my work. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of my contemporaries who will put out these, like, short Instagram videos of their mm-hmm. deconstruction of the sound design they did, right? And I tried doing that, but then I used to, like, never end up put like hitting the upload button because I was mm-hmm. like am I just like being too show offy or mm-hmm. what's yeah. right yeah and also there was this like other side that what if people don't find it good what if like mm-hmm. then what happens and like such that it should be such a blow on your self-confidence mm-hmm. yeah um 
but then yeah over the, over the period of time like hey this is you man this is your work and everyone has their own creative process mm-hmm. right? yeah so that's so true yeah, yeah and that sort of like sort of um hindered my progress in in some way because unfortunately yeah like the indian film industry it does work on a lot of you know hey this is me this is you know all the bling mm-hmm. and the show and everything yeah and that is where i lack in some cases mm-hmm. and i would say that yeah like if you are a freelancer and you have to some somewhere do it very tactfully where it doesn't come across as mm-hmm. you know this he's just showing off or but it, it should come across like hey he's doing cool stuff or he's doing good work yeah i think you really hit the nail on the head there it's there is such a balance between showing what you're doing and coming across as as showing off <laughs> Like, where is that line in that? And I'm actually reading a book on imposter syndrome right now. Okay, reading. I'm listening to a book on imposter syndrome. That's I, I don't find it necessarily interesting, but it's it's really uh, it's making it, it's triggering things in me that need to come out. So I guess it is good, mm. but it's not necessarily like the content's not riveting, but it's really uh, appropriate. It's called the secret thoughts of. It's really long. The Secret Thoughts of Successful Women by Valerie Young. And I oh. it, and she says in the beginning it's not just for women. Um but it's it's all about imposter syndrome and and you know teasing out those emotions versus just moving forward kind of thing and just not mm. letting it stop you. Mm. And how common imposter syndrome is and oh, um yeah and all of that. Puneet, can you hear us? Cuz I could, you're still on the screen. Oh no! Oh, oh yay! Oh, you're muted. I'm just going in and out. My network is really, know, really bad. No, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Technology. <laughs> okay, let's yeah. let's wrap let's wrap this up then because we're we, oh gosh we're at fifty minutes already. Ah, okay. So uh, we have covered an insanely wonderful amount of different kinds of things today. We talked about the challenges of sound cleanup and creative pauses that need to happen. And the struggles of marketing, of knowing what to do and being yourself and not coming across as a uh, a pushy know-it-all <laughs> and, and dealing with imposter syndrome. So we've we've run the gamut and 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 in so many beautiful ways. And I want to thank everybody that was in the chat room today. That was that was quite there were more comments than that. So if you're watching this, feel free to scroll through and see all of that. And again, we've been on Facebook. And Twitter and why am I spacing on the third one? Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. That's where we've been streaming to today, which is awesome. And those will remain there. So if anybody likes what they're seeing and they're on those platforms, please go over to those platforms, find us and retweet, re-message, share these events. These are as 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 good as the people we have on them. That sounded weird. Um, these events are as varied as the varied population of editors that we have here. And words are hard this early in the morning please oh anoop is saying please can you suggest a book for podcasting that's a big question um while we wrap up let me ask you anoop what about podcasting what part of podcasting and i'll keep going with the closing this out let's go through where folks can find these 
we're bleh, bleh, bleh. let's go through where folks can find you all online if they want to reach out and say you are not a diva you're amazing uh, <laughs> <laughs> so helen where can let's remind folks where they can find you you can find me sometimes on Instagram or over at my website, which is scrolling there, but it's hkproductionsnz.com or on LinkedIn, um, Helen King in Auckland, New Zealand. Awesome. Puneeth? Puneeth is at podcastpundits.com. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Helen. And Kurti. Uh, uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Kartik Kulkani, um, and also on Instagram, that's Kartik.Kulkani on Instagram. Awesome. And for me, my handle's at the bottom left corner of the screen, which I will forever point to incorrectly, so I'm not going to. Um, I also write the newsletter, and all my handles are in there as well. Again, the newsletter is over on Substack. And, uh, and our YouTube channel has a bunch of different things, including these live chats. And I did a new reply. Let's see what he said. Uh, nope, not yet. So Anoop, feel free to um, hit me up on the on the socials with that question, and we'll get that answered for you. Oh, and apparently we did well. Great session. Thank you for Yay. it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank I you. I think there needs to be a special shout out to Kartik's cat, who is going to be right? the one in all of this once we finish and the door opens. I've been wanting to open the door, but I couldn't quite reach it. <laughs> I, can, Poor I thing. can open the door right now live. Let, let's see. Yes. Let's we see need to see the I'm cat. such a cat person. It's ridiculous. Like as soon as we stop moving around, I am getting a cat. I have warned my husband. So cat, he's, cat. He's looking at me like, what's wrong? With Tell us the name, Kartik. What's what's their name? Simon. <gasps> Say hi, Simon. <gasps> Oh, you're precious. Oh my gosh. Well, that's our screenshot right there. That's gonna that's gonna go in our thumbnail. Oh my gosh. That is lovely. I really want to thank Kartik, Timon, Punith, and Helen for joining us today. This was <laughs> Seriously. Lovely yeah, the stuff that you guys brought up and your comments on each other's issues has been really I have a lot to think about as soon as I wake up in, in bed today. <laughs> and um Yes, and I'm done. Do you guys have any final comments or things you want to say before we head out? Um, Thank you for having yes. us. Yeah, this has been wonderful. And everybody in the chat room and who's watching us live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, we're heading out. Bye. Everybody say bye. Bye, guys. Bye. bye. bye.